What to do when you don't go viral on Instagram. Solid foundations in your real estate business are going to be key to your future success. So when you can't find that magic Instagram post, or you stop seeking that one viral post that will be the solutions to all of your problems, start here. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. Would you believe it's a common thing for new agents to come to a coaching call wanting to know what that magic Instagram post is to make all the sales and be super successful overnight, those silly kids. And really, if only, listen, there is no such thing as a magic pill. You are in business and that is work. It is going to take work. Not everyone is cut out for it, but you can totally do it. So think about your perfect client. What is it that they value in a realtor? Are they looking for a realtor that shares boob shots or appears to be constantly partying on Instagram? Hmm. Probably not. Or do they want someone that knows what they're talking about, that they can trust to protect them when shit gets real? Social media is an amazing resource to help grow our business, but it's just one piece of the business pie. You've probably heard me say, perhaps all the time, that 75% of our business comes from past clients, repeat business, sphere of influence, and referrals. And yes, social media is part of that, but there's not a magic Instagram post. For that matter, the other pieces in the business pie include sales, and sales includes advertising, marketing, branding, and that's more than just social media. It includes daily follow-up, prospecting, Then there's customer service, which includes more daily follow-up, showing houses, writing the offers, contract to close after closing follow-ups. Some people might argue that writing offers and negotiating is part of the sales process, and that's fine, but it's still part of the business pie that is not social media. Then there's the operations department. That includes your strategy, your goals, systems, automations, not to mention human resources, finance, and IT. selling real estate is a business. And the quicker you start treating it like a business versus looking for a magic Instagram post, the better your chances of success will be. But for example, let's just say you found the magic Instagram post and then it went viral and going viral means that it's very popular. You have a lot of likes, comments, shares. It's a very, very popular post. And viral posts have, like, we're talking thousands of engagements, not 10, thousands. Like it's shared in the feed in countries you didn't even know existed. That's how popular it is because it has gone viral. So let's say you've got that. You've got the magical Instagram post and it's had thousands of engagements. So first off, congratulations. That's really awesome. And you must have shared something super special to go viral like that. And then second, now what? Now what do you do? You probably feel the need to comment back to some people, but while you're commenting, you want to somehow nurture those potential leads, right? What's the point of going viral 
if you're not going to make any sales from it. So your sales department is kicking in. What are you going to do to get that person who liked and commented and shared your post to the next step in the home buying or home selling process? And then if there are thousands of people to follow up with, that's a lot of work. Are all of those people engaging in your post? Are they all potential clients? Probably not. Remember, this is being shown in countries you didn't even know existed. The likelihood that they want to move to your town that they may not have ever heard of is probably pretty low. But even if they did, how many clients can you handle at a given time? And that probably depends on whether they're buying or selling and then what stage of the process they're at. But let's say you can handle four to five active buyers plus a couple listings and a couple pending sales. So maybe that's seven to nine clients at any given time, perhaps a couple more if you have a team supporting you. Does that viral post feel a little overwhelming right now? It sure does to me. So instead of looking for a magic Instagram post to go viral, what would happen if you evaluated your business where it's at right now? For example, let's rank some things to see where you should focus your time. On a scale of one to five, one being terrible, five being totally perfect. How would you rank your lead generation, your conversion to client, your contract to close, and then your after the sale? So for example, in lead generation, how many leads are you getting? If this ranks low, it's possible that none of the other rankings you're going to do will make a difference because if you don't have leads coming in, it's hard to get to the next step. So your sales and marketing department is probably a big priority for you to spend your time but that's not just social media. Then when you evaluate your conversion to client of all the leads that you're getting, well, how many are you able to convert to a client? If that percent is low, you'll want to dive into figuring out if it's a lead problem or a you problem. When you evaluate your contract to close process, ask yourself if your clients are having a good experience. Are they having to call you every other day to find out where things are at? Are they mad at you in the process because title didn't do their job and nobody told them? Are you having a good experience or is it taking too much of your time and you're unable to prospect for those new leads to fill your pipeline for next month's closings? So if the answer to either of these is no, you might want to consider updating your contract to close process. But again, this is probably a lower priority. Like if you rank your lead gen at a three and your conversion to client at a three and your contract to close at a three, well, they're all equal. So I would still probably start with improving my lead generation because the contract to close is really important. But if you don't have sales going through, then it doesn't really matter. So everything starts with that lead generation. And then it continues with the conversion to client. So without without the lead gen, you don't get to the conversion to client. You might get to contract to close, but you have all the time in the world to spend there when you're not generating new leads, if that makes sense. And then the same thing with after the sale. Are you getting repeat business and referrals? Do you have a process in place to service your client after the sale? If you don't, they're likely going to be a statistic that forgets their agent. So I think there's a statistic and I'm not looking at it right now. So I'm paraphrasing, don't quote me, but it's like 82% of people in whatever year they surveyed people said, yes, they would absolutely work with their realtor again. 
which is a fantastic number, but then like 30%, maybe even lower. It's a low number of people that actually do work with that agent again. And it's because the, after the sale process is not really set up to remind people of your existence. So once you've taken the time to give yourself an honest evaluation, which is a mix of operations and HR, by the way, then you can start strategizing how to improve those rankings. For example, if your lead gen ranking is low, think of all the things you could do to get new leads. Write down all of the ideas. I like to use a spreadsheet or a Trello board for this process. It's a brain dump. Get all the ideas out of your head. Then pick one to implement, create your strategy and implement it. You might need to implement two to three new lead gen strategies because some just don't produce enough volume to make an immediate impact. Do one at a time. So maybe, maybe you would like to start doing open houses. That's great. But open houses in my market are only, you know, one, maybe two days a week. You could probably have multiple open houses a week, but let's just, let's just go with me here that they're just on Sundays. So what are you going to do the other six days of the week to generate leads? So that's why you might need a couple of new lead gen strategies because they don't all pour in the leads all at once. Your budget might also have something to do with what strategies you choose. Hello, finance. Then move on to your next low priority. If you're going to get all these new leads, is your conversion process going to work? Do you have a process for converting leads? Creating some lead nurture automations will save you some time. And then you rinse and repeat, move on to the next low priority to make improvements. This is a good exercise to evaluate where you should focus your time and energy to continue building your business. And that focus is probably wasted hunting for the magic Instagram post. How about instead of posting one magic Instagram post that will hopefully go viral. How about you create a strategy to attract your perfect client with all of your social media posts? And then you create a strategy to recycle that content onto your webpage or a YouTube video and in a newsletter to your database. Do you see how having a strategy and implementing it is better than looking for that one magical post That's going to save everything. Also, when you're ranking each one of these categories from one to five, five being perfect, remember that you probably never really want a ranking of five because that's totally perfect. And that means that there's no room for improvement and there's always room for improvement. Isn't there? That's it. I hope you found some value in this process. It's not as sexy as going viral, but having solid foundations in your real estate business. So you have years of success. That's a lot more valuable in my opinion. 